Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Five thirty-five. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRB. It is a Monday afternoon, and you are hearing about some of the craziness that Virginia Democrats are engaged in up at the Capitol. Uh, The House of Delegates doing everything possible to make sure that girls are protected when it comes to sports competition, right? Making sure that males are not getting the scholarships that are due to School girls. I mean, that's what this is really all about. We'll talk a little bit more about that. How how anybody could be in favor of having biological males taking these scholarships away from biological females is it's just beyond me. But we'll talk a little bit about that. And the other thing that really I don't quite understand, Virginia Democrats seem to be totally okay with obscene material pornography inside of school libraries to me this ought not be democrat or republican look i'm i'm a dad i think every dad every mom regardless of party affiliation should say yeah there's just some things that are not suitable for kids and yet that's not what's happening our friend state delegate tim anderson out of virginia beach has been leading the charge to to clean this crap up to get it out of school libraries to to make sure that our kids are are safer when they go there and i i i'm a little shocked that he's getting any sort of pushback but he is he's with us though tim thanks for being here hey thanks for having me uh again uh yeah so i had house bill 1379 and um last week uh, on the floor I brought six books that are in our kids' school libraries throughout Virginia. I made sure that they were in Northern Virginia, Richmond area, Virginia Beach, Tidewater area, uh, and even as far uh, and conservative as Winchester, mm-hmm. uh, Virginia. And uh, I read them. I read them on the floor uh, for 20 minutes. We had to excuse the pages, the children that are working in the chamber who are 13 and 14 years old, we had to excuse them because the material that I was reading from the books was so graphic that it would have, you know, been harmful to the children that were working in the in the house. So we excused them, and I, I read them. And, you know, I, I just sent you a, a picture, Jeff, on your phone, mm-hmm. uh, a book called Assassination Classroom. And the premise of this book, it's a series of 21 books, Japanese anime, is – 
you have to kill your teacher. And the entire the entire point of killing your teacher is with AR-15s, with pistols, poison, stabbing. Um, and, you know, I mean, it, you know, it's a little bit of fantasy that the teacher's, uh, you know, an, an alien and, you know, they have to kill this. But it's messaging violence in the classroom. Yes. It's messaging sex. You know, there's a picture of a girl having sex with a guy and she shoots him in the head and he's dead. And she's licking the smoke, the smoking gun. Um, It's like, what are we doing, right? Like, what are we doing in schools that these books are allowed? And so I've been, I've been fighting this for more than a year now. And you know, the constant pushback from the liberal media has always been, oh, you're just trying to go after gay literature. You're just trying to silence, you know, gay, gay writers, gay themed writers. And um, so I brought books from all over the place, and. uh, you know, from heterosexual to, um, you know, to this Japanese anime, and some of them was from gay literature. Um, it, it's just prolific. And you know, the, the real question is, is why is it there? Um, and, and that's a question of why did the librarians, why have they breached their, their core duty to the children to curate collections that don't have these materials? But all the bill said was, create a list that has graphic sexual images, you know, the books that have graphic sexual images. And then if parents want to opt their kids out from having access to them, let the parents opt out. Um, that's all it says. And we didn't pick up one single Democrat in the house. Not oh. one single Democrat thought it was appropriate for parents to know exactly what books are in the school library that have graphic sexual content and uh, that parents should be able to opt out. That's what we're dealing with in Richmond. It's, utter insanity now tim you talked about excusing the pages i i watched that whole thing i got news for you i wanted to be excused i really did i i just i i i could not believe that anybody anywhere would listen to that and say oh yeah thoroughly appropriate for school-aged children it just boggles the mind what are they thinking yeah. And you know what they'll say is, well, kids can see so much more on the Internet. And that's true. But there's a difference between a kid doing something wrong. And they know that in their mind. They know I'm doing something wrong. My parents don't condone this. My teachers don't condone this. I'm sneaking off and I'm doing something wrong. There's a difference between that moment and the adults saying this is safe material for you to read. This is in your school library to read. Um, and when you do that, when you message to children that this is okay, it's okay to kill your teacher in a classroom. It's okay to have orgies and, and put a gun in a woman's mouth while you're raping her. Like, these are real pictures that we went through. Um, they see that, and they're like, oh, this is condoning. And they make the connection difference that this is okay. And, uh, my goodness, I just I cannot believe that there wasn't one single Democrat, one parent like you and me, who saw this and was like, oh, my God, I want to be able to make sure my kids don't have access to this. And not one single one uh, hit, the, hit the green yes button. They all voted no. Wow. I, 
I, I, just, I just don't get it, Tim. I really don't. I, I think, as you point out, as I point out, this is about being a responsible parent. It's not about a party label. It's not about anything else. It is simply about saying we, we need to safeguard our children as best we can, not have them accessing this. Now, this stuff, as you point out, is in that school library, uh, in a variety of, of, of these libraries, and those students essentially at any age can walk in there and grab the book, right? They don't have to ask the librarian or a teacher, oh, can I go get uh, a copy of the book that shows me how to uh, kill my teacher? Yeah, no, that's right. It's, it's in there. It's, it, most of it's in high school libraries. And people are like, well, you know, 17-year-old, what's the big deal? Sure, maybe. But what about the 14-year-old freshman? You know, the yes. kid that's walking in who's 14 years old can walk into his school library and get the, the graphic novel version of A Handmaid's Tale, and he can flip to it, and he can find a page of a woman with a gun in her mouth while she's being raped. She can find a page of a 13-year-old being and bound while a man has sex with her. You can find a page where a woman is on her hands and knees on a leash and eating out of a dog bowl. If mm. you think that that's not harmful to a 14-year-old, um, then, you know, you're just, you just see the world differently than me. And, uh, I, you know, I, I cannot imagine uh, anybody uh, responsibly thinking that this is, this is appropriate for any age. But, yeah. um and, and the backstop argument is, oh, well, they can see worse on the Internet. It's just um, it's so disappointing uh, that, that that's it. But what we did accomplish is this, and I think this is a big, big thing, is the media has constantly been attacking me, saying, you know, this is homophobic, we're going after gay literature. And really for the first time in the Richmond Times and in the Virginian pilot, they actually wrote what was in these books, and they did it one time reference that this was an attack on gay literature. They actually started reporting what's in there. And I just, I just have hope that parents that subscribe to these newspapers are reading the article and it's censoring a book, you know, the title, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And they read it and they're like, whoa, I don't want my kid to have access to these materials. What is going on? I just hope that this is a moment today where we can look at this, this moment today as a day where things are going to start to change because I don't think any Democrat parent, you know, any that has a high school kid who's 14 years old is going to want their kids to have access to these materials. That's exactly right. Hey, Tim, while I've got you here, if you don't mind, I'm curious if you have heard anything new uh, related to that Blanchard matter and the uh, Chesterfield uh, Commonwealth's attorney. She uh, actually sent out an email and linked to her discussion with John Reed and said, well, there you go. I've answered everything, and now it's time for us to all move on. Everything is fine. And I, I just thought, well, maybe she was listening to a different interview than I was. <laughs> I kind of felt the same way. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's strange. You know, the day before she did that interview with John Reed, she came out and she, you know, she made her, like, one-minute prepared remark. And then she said, because I'm referring this case on to somebody else, I cannot talk about the case. Yeah. That's what she said to the media that was there in Chesterfield. And then the very next morning, she goes on John Reed, and she has a, you know, a fairly extensive interview with them about, about things that are in. But I'll tell you this, Jeff, and uh, you know, not to give too much more of the, of the story, but um, some other things are going to come out about this soon. Okay. Um, and uh, when it does, it's going to be – uh, a lot of people are going to have a lot of uh, real answers uh, that they're going to have to make to um, to a lot of people. So 
uh, just stay tight on that. Um, this story is far from over, and uh, I would bet that probably by the end of next week we're going to see um, see some more stuff coming out uh, that is is going to really uh, even the supporters of Stacey Davenport are going to really start having to be like, wow, what is really going on up there? All right. Well, fair enough. Uh, Tim, uh, you, of course, will come back here and let us know uh, what it is that's going on. I always look forward to having you here. Uh, Stand tough in the house, will you, man? I I think you're fighting for the right things. I appreciate what you're doing for the kids, and uh, I will look forward to uh, chatting with you soon again. That is uh, State Delegate Tim Anderson. I think he's a good guy. By the way, uh, I think we ought to get Aaron Barr on. Ryan, book Aaron Barr. My understanding is she's a Democrat. I don't really care. At this point, I, I think that uh, the, the conduct from Stacey Davenport so far has been disturbing, to say the least. Uh, I think her her email that she sent out the other day telling her supporters, hey, everything's cool, is outrageous and completely untrue. And so there are a lot of folks who I can tell you right now are conservatives and are Longtime Republicans who have said to me, I might be forced to uh, vote for a Democrat for the first time in my life, thanks to Stacey Davenport. Could be, right? 546, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.